Hello. Hello. I don't know that we know how to do the intros with me here. Yeah, this is new territory, uncharted territory. Right. Should we say what people are listening to or they know what they're listening to already? They probably know. They know that it's breakfast for dinner. Because it's not like this is something that plays over the radio where people are like, what's this? You're listening to breakfast for dinner. I know, but everyone does it. You know, everyone's like, welcome to blah, blah, blah. So I wonder why. I guess like theoretically things could start playing. So it differentiates between podcast. Well, it would just like, I can see a scenario where someone is listening and we start talking and they're like, what the fuck am I listening to? Right. So maybe we should do a little, you are listening to blank. Do, 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 do. You're listening to breakfast for dinner. It's the five o'clock hour. And we're here with Sir the Human. That is not on brand for me. This is not the vibe. Breakfast, it's for dinner. What's for dinner? It's breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Sarah the Human. We'll work on that. Why are all mine like so 1960s? I have no idea. (laughs) I really... We need something from the 2000s at least. You think we should start talking in an accent like this, see? Please no. Please. Well, see here, woman. You can't be running this podcast because you're a lady. And ladies shouldn't be running podcasts. Oh my god. No. This is not okay. <laughs> what a lingo that was. Why does everyone talk like that? I don't know. I don't understand. Was that's, that it? That's actually why I don't love watching old movies because everyone talks like that. Humphrey Bogart and stuff. Was it um a, like a specific geographical dialect or was it just like... That's how you sound cool back then, you know? It was like... So that was that just, was just Hollywood? Because the people in film, you know, were in Hollywood. I don't think so. I don't think, like, you go walk on the streets in Hollywood and people are like, See here! Hey, Cabby! You know, or New York or whatever. It was an acting thing? I think it was an acting thing. Like a performance. Like they're acting. Like when you do Shakespeare and you do this voice or whatever. You know how it's an interesting... is brilliant with language. Who? Marissa. True. What a good segue. Marissa, you guys are going to be blown away by her quick wit. Stream of consciousness. It's like, I think it's like Robin Williams level. It really is. She's extremely clever. She'll speak for like five minutes and there's about 10 jokes in there. I don't even have time to laugh or acknowledge them. You'll be able to tell. I I know. I I can absolutely see how she would be very effective in a rush scenario where you're trying to rush a a sorority we're going to talk to her about bama rush she went to alabama and she rushed uh, one of the top sororities there she's black and historically the top tier sororities at bama have been all white and she got into one and she ultimately then became president of it yeah which is pretty badass yeah you're gonna love marissa how do you go into it? How do you say, you know, please enjoy? I know. That, well, do we need to end or do we need to please enjoy? Because I've been saying that. I've been like, please enjoy, Marissa. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah, I don't know. Ready, set, go. <laughs> so dumb. I love it. You love it? Sort of. Ready, set, go. And. 
the last thing we did what was the we shot the scenes here yes oh, they're crazy yeah. when was that that was 30 like, years ago at least yeah. pre-pandemic <laughs> so pre 30 years ago it, was, it had to be right it had to be pre-pandemic it was right? yeah because we wouldn't have had that gathering or the people it was packed no yeah there was yeah. a lot of people in yeah. the small space I filmed, it was what were they? they were just like little scenes and I just offered, like, anybody who wants to film yeah. a scene, I'm trying to, like, build a reel or whatever. I'm trying to remember one was, like, I was in a couple and we were fighting. What was it? Yeah. Like, I was the breadwinner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you were good. I was, like, convenient. But and he, he sold plastic. Yeah, he sold plastic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Well, your job was, like, important. Yeah, yeah, And he and was like, you don't ask me about what I do. Yeah. And I was like, you sell plastic. Like, And then Bo would be like, okay, try it angry. And I was like, you sell plastic. Like, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I was so so impressed. That I remember was really fun. being kind of nervous because oh gosh. you know you were my friend, and I just like <laughs> wanted you to like, do well. I'm me. just like I don't know. Yeah. I I knew you'd do great, but I just never seen you really go for it and really act. Aww. And I was so blown away. I was like, oh my Sister. gosh! And then the comedy one with Camila. Oh remember my that gosh, one? Gosh, I forgot about that. That was just like improv, basically. Yeah. <laughs> we let you. We we're like, all right. Whatever, forget the weird. line. Just keep repeating that same line with yeah. different things. And I was, <laughs> was extremely so impressed. With oh my gosh! No, what it's come you. Up with on the spot. It's you for sure. Man, I feel like you made everyone comfortable, and like we really were like on set. Like I wasn't in my friend's apartment. Yeah, so. it, was it did feel like that. We had all the fancy cameras, all the lights, the a, camera, the action, a yes. cinematographer. Truly, I was like the PA, basically. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Slash the Same caterer. Yeah, we did everything. <laughs> a catch-all. I know. A wife, if you will. Yeah. It was Have you done any other acting? I was like in class last summer. Yeah. But the girls really charge, yeah, especially in LA. True. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm gonna take a little break from this. And it's funny that you say that because I feel like I've just been in this space of do I like even care anymore? I don't know. It's okay. So I had jury duty. <laughs> Classic. But I didn't even get selected. But we were there for two days. So, you know, of course, naturally I have like these besties for life because we sat through this together and everyone's trauma dumping at 9 a.m. So <laughs> from that, I met this lady who's a dental hygienist and her one of her like patients is Yvonne Orji, who plays Molly and Insecure and is like a huge oh, comedian. Cool. I'm obsessed with her. So she was like, oh my gosh, y'all have got to meet, blah, blah, blah. Previously, you know, a couple years ago, I'd be like, this is it. Like, she's my inspiration. I'm going to be on the scene. Da, da. And I didn't like really feel that. But I don't know if it's just, you know, you and I, Sarah, have talked before about like dreaming new dreams as time goes on. I feel like if I could snap my fingers, I don't know that it would be, well, strike right now. So I definitely don't know if it would be like the current scenario of acting, but I think like I would love to have my own show. Cause be I just like a host be, yeah, show. like Drew Barrymore. Like I just want to cross my legs and get in someone's face and be like, and what did that make you feel when your oh, mom man, did that? Do you know what I mean? Cause people just tell so me their business anyway. It. So I'd love to get paid for that. Yeah. You would talk. be perfect for that. Cause you're just Aww. so entertaining by yourself. And then you're also <laughs> like, someone in. yeah, you're really relational too <laughs> and conversational. So that's a great dream. Well, we shall see. I think that's where it is now. Cause I think it's kind of acting adjacent. Cause obviously Definitely. like you're performing in a way, but it's not so like, struggle live in the car vibes. for sure right. you know for sure but how do you pursue that if anyone's Start listening with instagram knows. live or tiktok yeah or something. for sure and then you get a 
you know, I, I, like an agent but, from there. Yeah, and then you could be on. You know, we, I was worked on that Home and Family show, mm-hmm. which is like Hallmark's morning show. And mm-hmm. they, they had they employed like seven different people who would do little segments. So some really? of them were, huh. yeah, some of them would only work like two days out of the week, and Good. yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you got I'm a segment. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'll help full time job. I'm not doing anything. I'm free. Yeah, truly. <laughs> um, no, that I honestly is so funny because TikTok obviously is like also kind of how we're having this conversation right now but then where i work but i'm like it feels funny now to be like hey like a whole persona because i don't know why i feel like my boss is like looking at my tiktok right but you know what i'm saying there's that weird underlying of like i was on the content grind prior to starting to work there and that Mm -hmm. was like the vehicle for that but now i'm like hmm and you work at tiktok Mm -hmm. right yeah. I'm literally, I'm a creator manager, but on the live side. So the people that are like, tap that screen, but they make so much money. Yeah. It's crazy. Are you learning a lot? I've learned a lot as a person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been challenging. It's been, it's been like, you know, Sarah, we've had, we've had our journey. I think in the beginning I was like, woo, this is perfect for me. But I think obviously it's like a very intense environment because it's tech technically. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. So I feel like it's kind of how like just now people are having full social media departments rather than like one coordinator that posts and they're like understanding the purpose of that. It's similar when I feel like you're trying to relay, this is super important, we need to do this and do that. And it's kind of like dismissed. And then now we're at a place where like ideas that literally came out of my brain are like, we're gonna do this. And I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, I think it's a great idea. Who came up with that? So familiar. Maybe it was a dream that I had one time. Who knows? But I think that happens a lot in the corporate world. It does. The credit, where the credit just does not fall where it's due. Mm-hmm. And it's like finding the balance of like taking up space, but then you don't want, especially as like women and, you know, Barbie and whatnot talked about this a little. But you don't want to be like, well, you know, I came up with that. It feels so weird to yeah. be like, you know, I came up with that. And then also like being for a really long time, the only black woman on my team of like 70 something people. He And now we have two others. So we're, oh, three, I think we're getting crazy. Oh, so wow. it's four, I know, like four standing room only. I know, we're taking over. Unreal. <laughs> literally, we, I literally talked to one of my coworkers on the balcony, one of the women that happens to be black. And I was like, they're going to think we're like plotting something. It's yeah. so funny to me. It's like many, the two of us are going to take Chill over out. the whole building. Yeah. Um, but I literally, I just don't want it to be like, you know, aggressive quote unquote or whatever so I'm just like oh yeah I think that's like a great idea that sounds just like something that I came up with <laughs> but yeah, Barbie did a great job of yeah addressing really, that the juxtaposition mm-hmm. I was like huh even though I experienced like I'm a woman as far as I know I've been all my life but it was like just to see it written out like that I think yeah I feel like I'm like a man discovering like how women live yes. in a way well they had that part where they were unbrainwashing the mm-hmm. women because mm-hmm. when they came back all the women were under the spell right. of the patriarchy Ugh, too jump scare and i know after watching it i was like whoa i'm just realizing i've never seen a world where it was a matriarchy yeah you that know and they showed it where yeah. it's all women presidents mm-hmm. it's all women supreme court uh, well, and I've never Lord. seen that. I before. knew it was a movie when I saw that. I know, <laughs> and it moved me just mm-hmm. seeing that. Do you remember those posts that were going around social media? A nail salon, and it was all white women mm-hmm. giving all yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian women, and mm-hmm. then it was like the white women was, were 
working at the nail yeah, salon. Yeah, instead. It was like switched to what it's normally. Right. Yes, exactly. And I think there was, there the was one with a white little girl and it was all black Barbies. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was actually was Barbies, I think. So that's what this whole movie felt like. It was like mm. switching to where totally. instead of all men, you know, it was all women yeah. and you're able to see it. And I think that was so powerful. Right. And what you're talking about, having mm-hmm. to add little disclaimers almost and soften right. everything we say. Everything. I related that so much, especially mm-hmm. in work culture, because mm-hmm. we would totally be like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. what if we kind of <laughs> did this? Ugh. And you're just, oh my gosh, yeah. you feel like so you true. have to say that. Yeah. And, and then you think about it the rest of the day. You're like, well, maybe if I, I'm like calling yes. my mom, like I know that they hate me and everyone, like literally messaging people on the side. And they're like, I don't even remember you saying that in the meeting. That yeah. is And I'm like, so everyone true. thinks this about me now. This is the narrative. Yeah. So true. And it's, it's just because we disagree yeah. and, and voiced our opinion. Right. I okay. Know. I really want to talk about... Bama Rush. Definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh I am extremely... Bob's I haven't screaming. watched too many of your TikToks, so I'm like very much in the dark about okay. your story. We will catch you up. So I did like a, a minimal <laughs> amount of research on the state of Alabama yes. and Alabama University. Right. You're from Birmingham? Yes. Okay. Which is like an hour and 15 away from Tuscaloosa, which is where Alabama is. Gotcha. So I, I just like... I knew Alabama was a... As far as like legislature goes mm-hmm. and history of the state, it's a pretty like racist place. Mm-hmm. So it's I not just, the most progressive, right? Yeah. So I found some like dates, and I was kind of Ooh. blown away by the dates. Like 1901 is the last time they changed their like state constitution. I believe that. Well, until very recently, mm-hmm. and it was like they're very passionate about white supremacy. Very. Which oh. is like very passionate. Wait, what? <laughs> passionate wow. is like such a yeah. funny way to describe it. That was it. like they changed uh, yeah. it, and they were like, what "This the is hell? what we're going for. Right. It's this." Let's what? be clear. So it's like not until 1956, mm-hmm. I wrote down these people's names, Authorin Lucy mm-hmm. went to the University of Alabama right. and was expelled three days later. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. So the first student Wait, students, that was a black person? Yeah. A black person. So she's technically yeah, what did I say, the first, first person. Which is, this is also funny because I was like a ambassador, so I like know right. all the fun facts about the university <laughs> weirdly, but she was technically the first like black student and then... James Hood kind of also, but then the one that like mostly you hear about is like, um, she just passed away, but Foster. And so. she was just a student, not even in the sorties. Just a student. No, no this so was James, like George Wallace standing in the schoolhouse. Right. Door. James Hood, that's 1963. Mm-hmm. My father mm-hmm. was born in 1962. So to just oh my imagine gosh. my dad's one. Yeah. And George Wallace is sta- the governor of the state. The governor. Is standing in the door of the university <laughs> saying, you're not coming in here. Yeah. The governor. Separate. So they have this. like a slogan. It was like. Stand, uh, stand in the schoolhouse door. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know what his slogan was, but he was. Like physically. We're not like physically there. Yeah. That's way too close for comfort. It's like 1960. Oh, yeah. it gets closer. I'm scared. Get scared. <laughs> so I was like, come on with the facts. So they have these. these this is uh, fun. School <laughs> segregation <laughs> laws in the Alabama state constitution mm-hmm. that schools need to be segregated. Still. Right, so they, in the 50s, the federal government was like, no, right. you can't do that. Right. But it was still in their state constitution, just in word. Mm-hmm. And so they've been trying to change it. Mm-hmm. 2004, they were like, can we please take that out? It doesn't serve any purpose. It's just racist language. Right. No. <gasps> 2012, they said, can, they tried again. Mm-hmm. They, and the bill got struck down or whatever. What? 
So 2012, they said, no, we're not. It, it took a vote, and the people said, right. we want to keep it in there. And then 2013, <laughs> you go to school at the University right. of Alabama. Right. I'm, or 2014, 2014 right? 14. Yeah. yeah. 13, I'm a senior, but that's when everything, like, all held. That's when 2013, Alabama was called out mm-hmm. for being racist. Uh, I see. Which is what kind of, like, opened Did you have door. any desire to, to go to a different <laughs> state or... I, well, I'm here in California, so ultimately <laughs> that desire won out. But I always wanted to go to Alabama. Like, my mom went there. My brother went there. It's like, you know, I love Alabama. Obviously, great school. Right. SEC. All of it. It's amazing. But I think, do you know what? <laughs> I was about to sound like an accent because I've been watching Love Island. I was about to go, do you know what? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and I had to, like, catch it. Um, but I do think these things are like very true and very like almost it's like principle and like there's always like this traditions never die and it's like maybe they should like why are we holding on to that one and i know like even it might still be in there i know like a couple years ago was a big thing because we know like loving v virginia which was like the first like interracial marriage that was legal and in alabama it's still in the books that you can't be interracially married but like people are do you know what i mean so it's like it still is yeah today yeah and my dad and brother are like lawyers in Alabama, so they're like, no, like it's it's not like when you take the bar, it's like one of the hardest bars in the country because of all these weird ass laws. Wow. I know, I'm right? <laughs> the I'm mouths are open. <laughs> I wish it was like visual. The mouths are open. Whoa. Just to have it, like for what, you know? Just to just they wanted to keep it in there for no reason, yeah. just to be racist. They finally and like voted to take it. it out in twenty twenty, but Phew. Yeah, <laughs> that three years ago. This was like ago. our George Floyd contribution. Exactly. Probably. It probably was yeah. related. And then, you know, the world tries to act like, oh, well, 2020, we remember that there was racism and we cured it. So, like, it's interesting now to see if that would happen. Salt. We're done. Luckily, we came out with a vaccine that will cure racism and COVID. <laughs> so we're in luck. <laughs> Luckily. Um, if you get your booster. That's the only way. That reminds me of the Barbie movie when they're like, and all the problems of feminism yeah. has <laughs> been solved. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we can rest easy. Yeah. Um, it just always is like, I guess, continuous. My therapist also sent me this video of like how ultimately microaggressions like add up to just being straight up aggressions on yes. your health. And it can be something as simple as like, I didn't even register this, but it makes so much sense because you remember like in 2020, I would be so overwhelmed, obviously like everybody else, but I would be like, I can't watch, you know, this video to this day. I like haven't fully watched the George Floyd video. A, because I have a sensitive spirit, but B, because apparently there's like this bystander like trauma that you can actually Mm. experience. And so it's just like, even to your point earlier of, you know, the picture showing it in reverse, you rarely see a white person being killed on CNN at 5 p.m. like it's casual. Like you don't really see someone mm. choking the life out of a body that is white and we just watching it eating our, eating our steak for dinner. Like that's so crazy, but it's like as a black person, you're always seeing it. You're scrolling Twitter and then all of a sudden someone's like bleeding out in front of you or the cops are beating somebody's ass. Like that is a lot, you know? And I think whether you, you could have come from the best environment, you could be in all black spaces, et cetera. It's like the world kind of reminding you no matter what, that like, hey, like this is the value we're trying to assign you, you know? Which probably well, kind of went gets, on a tangent, but. <laughs> it probably gets in your psyche. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. In your body, like totally. The, I feel like the microaggressions that you're saying mm-hmm. add up to 
aggressions mm-hmm. is like little t trauma mm-hmm. adding up to a big t trauma mm. or it like lays the foundation in a way right because it's like say that i internalized that and it was like okay i should be like seen and not heard and just be grateful to be here then i would carry that in the back of my mind in every space i would go into and at work and like in life and even pretty for a black girl right like there are still things that it's just the reality of like being like, oh, well, because I, you know, I'm an equal opportunity employer. So date when you're dating, like we'll date someone outside of your race or whatever. There's still like this, like, I don't know about you. Like, I'm not trying to train anybody these days or like not trying to be the first or anything like that. Right. But I think there's still this weird, like almost validation underlying of like that someone would like choose you when you've mm. been told majority of your life that you're not the top like priority. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not the default beauty standard. So you're saying there's a validation for you mm-hmm. for a white man to choose you. Now I don't really because care. Because of mm-hmm. what society has kind of showed right. you. Right. Yeah. I think it's cool to see like the opposite of that, sure. I think when I was younger, you know, obviously like everybody liked the boy with the Justin Bieber swoosh and that was like who you went to school with. So you like the boy with the Justin Bieber swoosh. Like that just was what it was. Like you were just going off your environment. And then even in college, I would say a big thing for me, especially like when I became president was, okay, like for example, I was never asked to a fraternity formal, use that example. But it's like five mu to me and to many is like the top sorority at Alabama, right? So it's like, okay, I'm literally the president of this thing entity essentially and it's like you can be in it but you'll never fully be like of it like mm-hmm. you're not going to get asked to the date party the you're fuck? never going to new orleans for the formal girl let that go do you know what i mean and so it's like mm-hmm. i'm here in the mix just but i'm like sitting at the lunch table listening to all my friends talk about the sae date no, i wouldn't want to go to that the ka date party you know what i mean and it's like oh okay how K- was that? K.A. with the... Cap Alpha. Robert E. Lee on the wall. That's the one. Yeah. And you know what's funny? People are going to be mad. I'm scared. But some of... Some, I was going to say, they're my best friends of black. That's how it sounds when I say this. <laughs> but a lot of them were so nice to me, like my friends that were K.A. So that's, I think, the the balance, right? Of being like, oh, like I hear that there is like a, a clan robe upstairs, but like you're so nice to me. Gosh, I did yeah, hear those rumors confusing. too. Do you know what I mean? It's when so you... hard to... Also, throwing in, we forget, 2016, Trump is running for president. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. And you're in the student Ooh. section. Oh, yeah. And people are yelling, roll, Trump, roll. Oh. What? With like a, with, but with like a black player's jersey on their back. And you're like, huh? Like, the, the cognitive dissonance is insane. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And build that wall. Why are we trying to build that wall? That We're just trying to get a first down. Why are y'all chanting that? They would chant that? They would chant, build no. that wall. You're kidding. <laughs> Ooh, I forgot y'all are pulling well, this, this out of me. Yeah, no, I am. Sorry. It's like in the, I know I'm like, pull it forward. It's in the back file cabinet of my brain. Did you always want to go to Alabama? Did you always mm-hmm. want to rush growing up? Not at all. Yes to the first. The second one, I always thought I would be in Alpha Kappa Alpha, which is like the biggest um, like black female sorority, oh, right? I was going to ask you, yeah. Mm-hmm. You so want. what, like Kamala Harris and um, Katanji Brown, like all, I think, not Michelle. Let me not put her in it. But many that you know. And so majority of my family, though, um, on my dad's side, like, is Greek. And my dad's an alpha, which is, like, their brother, you know, and sister or whatever. And my uncles are alphas. My aunts, aka, like, all this. It surrounded me. So I just always thought same. Um, and then I think sort of when everything happened in 2013, I started to 
I got invited to like a Christmas tea that we used to have like because Russia's so big. So like in Birmingham, somebody's some alum's house and you would go and like have like a little pre-rush vibe check. And I think it was because I went to a school where like, you know, I was like the first black varsity cheerleader or whatever. So the people around me, you know, my seniors when I was cheering, they went to college and they were like, oh, invite Marissa. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's like. I wasn't in those rooms. Like a part of me is like, were y'all told we need to like make an active mm. effort for this? But I also think like I kind of fit the bill in a way because it wasn't like, oh, I've never been around more than 10 white people and now I'm in this sort. You know what I mean? Like I was very used to that, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if that's good or bad looking back, but I think it was like a an easier assimilation. And so for me, I just can remember like um, one of the girls I met at the T, it's like one of my best friends to this day. I'm going to her wedding next month. Um, and then another one, it's like one of my best friends. Like it was really interesting. Cause I was like, not me having a good time. And so then I drove home and this is the joke is like, <laughs> I've never said this, but my parents, we used to be like, call me Viv. Cause Vivian Malone is like who ultimately, you know, like also integrated the university. And so we would always be like little Viv, like as a joke <laughs> to be like, haha, imagine if you rush like little Viv and then <laughs> oops, but yeah, I just was like, this is interesting because a part of me, I guess, had that habit of kind of disrupting and being like, I don't want to just say we're not allowed in this space and then just be like, hmm, instead of like having an opportunity to change that. So apparently 17 year old me was just on some some other, I don't know what she was on, a different level of energy. But I love that. That, is is a, I that love level that. of energy is amazing. That's I mean, great. I listen, it's now so I'm like, brave. I'm getting on the couch after this and eating pizza. Yeah. <laughs> which is great too. It depends yeah. on how you look at it. So 24, okay, so 2013, mm-hmm. Alabama had this wake up call. Mm-hmm. They got on the news, right? Right. For being everywhere. Very racist. Was there like an inciting incident? What mm-hmm. caused that? So there was one of my also good friends now, she went through recruitment, you're older than me, and it's funny because one like her grandfather is literally on the board of trustees and she was from Tuscaloosa, so like a hometown girl is like a really good, like a big thing in Rush, if they're like a good catch, so to speak, or someone we really want as a new member. And so she went through, like everyone liked her, all the girls in the houses liked her, and then one particular um, sorority wanted to give her a bid and then legend adds it that their alum stepped in and was like you can't extend her a bid and so then some of the girls being I think like out of state as well were like like how y'all are looking like huh what's going on and they like told and the word like spread like wildfire but um, her version of the story is also that she like wasn't aware you know what I mean she's like devastated and she's like this is uncomfortable I just want to move on because that's like her personal is very low key and she's at the wreck and she looks up and she's on CNN. No. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, no. So, but that's... that girl got a job um, for the New York Times, so I guess it worked. That's that's great. Chain well, reaction. It, it you know what I mean? That she yeah. Did yeah. Decide Consult that. that. Yeah, so even being like, I'm sticking for up her. for you is like, has a catch to it. Right, like she might not yeah. have loved that at all. She did not you know. She didn't have a say. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Which I think kind of trickle down right into like okay we need to make this like diversity effort like mm-hmm. for real for real because everyone's sort of watching so that's when I'm like a senior in high school and then we roll in August of 2014 and it's like seven of us like spread throughout you have what's called like Rokai groups which are just like your rush groups that you go with by like your last name but Alabama rush is like thousands so it's you know what I mean it's not like I'm seeing people like hey girl let's get to know each other like my friends that I have 
who um, are also black women who went through Rush. Like, I didn't even know them until, like, throughout college, truly. So there were seven black... I want to say, like, seven. Out of thousands rushing. Mm -hmm. And the majority of the rest of them were white. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying okay. to think. On your TikTok, you said a sea of rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was in five you, but yeah, that was that wasn't even a sea of rice. I don't even know what that would be. We need something stronger. Um, white sand beaches. White sand beaches. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. White sand beaches. I think that's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? What is the? Um, oh my gosh, sandals. Is that what that like slogan is yes, for? Sandals. Yes. Resort. Yeah. Yes. White sandals. sand beaches. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's literally that's rush. If you're asking. Uh, I did a little research too, Ooh. which is so funny because <laughs> I looked at some random article about it, mm-hmm. and your name popped up. Oh, oh really? Yes. <laughs> You were quoted in this article. Then maybe I knew about it. Yes. um, (laughs) I don't remember what you said, but I actually screenshotted it. You want me to read it? Yes, I want to hear it. Okay. (laughs) Um, This is what you said. I think a lot of people are finally drawing more attention to these race issues. There are lots of little things that can be overlooked, and it's hard to see if it's not your experience. Mm -hmm. Having that open dialogue and being willing to be vulnerable and give someone else your experience will let it be more personal and tear those walls down easier. Mm-hmm. Look Were at you that 21 quote. at that I'm time? I'm like, when was this? That's Was wild. this like one from like a few years ago or was this like an old one? Let me see if I can look at my Google history. Where was I it? Definitely I definitely feel like that was, quote. that was like my attitude at the time for sure. I think now I'm like tired, like I told y'all. So I'm sort of like, okay, well, let's get on Google. Let's, <laughs> that, let's research that was mama. A little, <laughs> like, a little too nice. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like. Um... No, I definitely, that's 100% how I felt in college. And I think. Obviously, like, everyone's learning because we're kids, but I would have, like, some of my best guy friends who would be, like, white males, right? And I would be like, X, Y, and Z is happening to me. And they would be like, now that's racism. You know what I mean? It was, like, clicking for them because because they cared about me. Right. So I used to sort of take that as, like, okay, well, I'll educate because you. it's sort of like when someone's, like, homophobic and then their kid comes out and then all of a sudden they're at the pride parade because it's somebody that they care about. Right. That is like a similar thing. And I think also you don't know what you don't know. So genuinely, if you've never been othered, how would you know how that feels? Like, what would you know? What? Mm-hmm. Like literally going through life, you're just vibing. Like you don't even, as same way, I don't know how it feels to be like catered to. <laughs> like, I don't know what that's like to be like, anything I say, it's going to be the rule. Maybe when I'm asleep, maybe when I play Sims, you know, but other than that, <laughs> no other time that I can recall. So I think that was like a big part of my college experience was trying to like, make it personal to make it more real but now i'm like i'm gonna need you to read and cut the tv on and we have tiktok like right, we didn't have right. as much um it is but now I'm less tired. and yeah. less of an excuse like mm-hmm. i think obviously people live in different parts of the area right, like right, there's right. ignorance like you said you don't know what you don't know but at this point we have google <laughs> and we have netflix mm-hmm. and it's we in have podcast. Yeah. Like, if you right. want to know, you can know. Right. Exactly. It's almost like now you're choosing not to. Yeah. Or to like look another way. And I think to sort of circle back to what we were saying earlier of how that can feel like it's such a weird inner turmoil. And we all have people like, you know, we've talked about this, like family members or whoever that you like love, but you're like, what are you talking about? Do you know what I mean? Like how, how can you love me and I love you, but you believe things like this? I'm frightened. And so I can remember like being in my room, this is 2016 now, and it's like 
the week before I'm supposed to run for president. And usually president was like unopposed because we have something called slate. So you like interview and then they slate basically like who we would suggest for these positions on exec, which is funny even thinking about it. But then you can oppose it and you can run against slate, which is like, oh, you running against slate. Like it's crazy. No one ever really does that for president, which I used to wonder, well, at least not in 5MU. And the other stories would be like five people running. I'm like, y'all just throwing y'all name in that. What's going on? Okay. But um, for us, it sort of does make sense because it's like, it gets very intense in elections and we have what's called pro-con. So for example, if I say I'm going to pro Sarah, right? You want to have like three pros and three cons, three cons for your opponent, three pros for you. So if like Sarah stands up, I mean, Sarah goes, they all go out of the room and then they're like, okay, well then you one pro Sarah. And I'd be like, all pro her. It's like literally what always people would be like, and you're like, she's this, she's that. She would do X, Y, and Z for us. And then someone can be like, I'll con her. And everybody's like, oh, literally, Ooh. everybody be like, oh, let me turn around. And it used to be kind of lit, honestly. It's like sad looking <laughs> back. Fun. So catty, so catty. Yeah, and it'll yeah. be like, well, let me tell you about her because she doesn't really even care. And they're like, and because you only had 30 seconds. That's brutal. So Ooh. it would just be, cr- I kind of miss it, like thinking about it because they're rushed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of like the like truth of it, though. Yeah, it was Instead insane. Of- these weird yeah. games we play. It's, like, it's just tell me. Yeah, it's, it's, not just, it's very. Here you but go, you don't even face. like know about it. But then obviously, you're gonna walk back in and find yeah. out who conned you and whatnot. Yeah. But I do understand how it wouldn't be beneficial for like the person leading to be like, oh well, what if that stays in your mind? Whatever they say. Regardless, magically, coincidentally, when I'm running, now there's an impo- an opposition. So who happened to be <laughs> happened to live next door to me in the house? So that was the whole thing. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, this is like a big, big, big deal. Obviously, like if it happens, it'll be like historic. You were slate. You were. I was slated. Yeah. Yeah. Slated. And so, hashtag slated. (laughs) And, um, because you had to be for president, you had to be on exec the year before, at least. So like you weren't just walking in like, Hey, I've never even been in leadership in here, but I can do it. So I'd kind of like gone that path, I guess, throughout my five year time. But yeah, I was like laying in my room. I feel like I remember it being dark because I remember I went upstairs to what used to be like, I was a junior at the time. So like the senior, the lounge as we called it, which is the senior lounge, if you will. And they were like upstairs watching the election results. And I remember going upstairs for something or another. Like I was really close, really, really close to a lot of seniors. So I like went up there and I was like, ooh, the vibes. I think it like clicked for me because I was like, wait, not y'all cheering for Trump. Like, I really was like, huh? Yeah. Like, I got so confused and it, like, clicked for me that, like, oh, wait, we're not on the same page. Like, let me run back to my room. And you're so probably I'm, one of the only people that listen, thought that. Listen, I'm in my room, like, what? Like, world is shaking. And I'm like, you're an absolute, you know how that voice comes in your head. And I'm like, you're an absolute fool to think that these people are going to vote for you next week. Like, what mm-hmm. are you on? Trump wins, and I can remember... It's funny, it got quiet. I can remember it was this quiet in my room, and then I hear screaming throughout the house. Like, woo, celebration. Okay. So then I was just like, well, girl, I mean, we got to run now. We're here. So, but honestly, I remember, like, giving my speech at election night and, like, literally tearing up because it was, like, how spooky. Like, the fact that, like, I was even up there is kind of crazy to go from, like, can I even walk into this house across this threshold to, like, I'm trying to lead y'all with y'all own. So you know? a week before mm-hmm. you got elected. Trump wins. Trump and then I'm wins. like, well, hopefully I do too. You know what I mean? I'm like, rub it off on me, sir. Unreal. But I didn't want to steal the election. Hee <laughs> hee. That's neither here nor there. 
So but basically, yeah, we need you to run for a U.S. president. Apparently. <laughs> oh. Not too many problems in this place. I'm getting ready to get my visa, but that's neither here nor there. Not that a job you want. That is super <laughs> confusing. I like, anyone does. It is super, it still is confusing mm -hmm. to me today. Like, how do you balance you know. that? Like, why do you think, like, one of the girls I'm thinking of right now was, like, my biggest fan, and she was a senior, and she was so pro-Trump. Mm -hmm. but she was like literally looking at me like this when I was giving my speech like tear like she mm -hmm. made me cry because mm -hmm. she was so for me she didn't see the hypocrisy I was like hello and she did it and now fast forward years later we actually like don't even have a relationship anymore this actually makes me really sad but I think when um, 2020 was happening you know there were these moments where people were posting bad apples and shit on Facebook the devil's dead and so I would have to be like, listen, I'm not going back and forth in the comment section. Like, you have my number. <laughs> Hello, we know each other. Yeah. So we had these conversations and I was thinking like, okay, like you're getting my perspective and like nobody is saying, you know, my dad used to be a cop. Like I know nobody's saying all that. We're just saying like, this is a real experience. And also you were like with me in the thick of it when I was prior to president, but like in five you. So I just never understood that because her, I think her as a person is like very liberal. So I just was like, are, do you, are you convincing yourself that you believe this? Because I really don't see that in how you live. But yeah, fast forward to 2020, we had those conversations. It never really was like super smooth again. And then from what I recall, <laughs> I just saw one day like she didn't follow me on Instagram anymore. And I think it was like after we were running oh, the streets for Biden. That's how it goes. That and I was like, huh. And that's, I think where I struggle even still talking about like my experience because I don't want, especially the older girls, because they're like who rushed you, so to speak. I don't want them to feel like I'm like, yeah, it was horrible, girl. And they're like, you were acting like that when you were here. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously I realize more now, but it definitely was not all bad in any capacity. But I think like I need them to be able to understand that I can probably articulate more like anything that yes. was negative at this stage. Also, then I was like. 20 that in the totally house with 400 sense. people that don't look like me i'm not about to be like now you know this was really bad but i mean knowing yeah. my personality i've always been pretty outspoken so i don't think that they were like thinking i thought everything was perfect yeah. by any means but i think i would be afraid to do something with headquarters or like i wouldn't think that i would be like welcome in that way and i haven't even said anything bad for real so that totally makes sense like a code of science in mm -hmm. hindsight you can look back on an experience even if during it, it was mostly yeah. positive. Yeah, totally. With more wisdom and more growth looking mm -hmm. back and realizing, okay, that actually wasn't very comfortable for me the whole mm. time. Having a lot more clarity right. Right. on a the experience. bigger perspective. And it seems like else. you are, are a good spokesperson for this because I'm assuming yeah. that, that you enjoyed it mm -hmm. and that you saw the good parts and totally. you liked it and right. then you also had some criticisms. Right, exactly. Which I feel like is like caring about anything. Do you know what I mean? Like you just yeah. want it to be the best it can be. Right. So it's like, I love that I was able to be president and like two of my other really close friends were also the first female black presidents of their stories at the same time. So there oh, were wow. three of us, which was like insane that three years ago we were like, can we rush? And now three of us are in charge. <laughs> LOL. But um, I just, I don't want that to be like the last time that happens. Do you know what I mean? I don't want it sure. to be like, a blip on the radar that was a cool thing that happened in like 2014 or whatever so i'd be lying if i didn't say like if i see 
you know, buy me post Instagram or Alabama Panhellenic. I'm not looking for like people who look like me or just don't look like the run of the mill, you know, right. on those Instagram pages and like in those leadership roles. And it is happening. It is happening. Like yeah, it's, it's, it you're is. seeing a shift. Mm-hmm. But I mean, granted, you're up against hundreds of years. So it's kind of like, sure. I don't know who will catch battle. up per se. What was the TikTok that went viral? It was honestly was a this? joke. So this was in 2020, right? 2020? Correct. Yeah. So Bama Rush. No, 2021. 2021. Because yeah. I just thought. <laughs> anyway, trauma. But in 2021, Bama Rush like randomly was trending on TikTok. And so all of us, like my friends, period, were texting each other like, this is so funny. Like, ha ha he he. And I make a TikTok joking. I'm like, oh, if you only knew the half of it, like he he ho ho. And then I go about my business and I can remember I was like, okay, I'm getting a lot of notifications, like what's happening. And I go to sleep and I wake up and I have like 60,000 followers, like millions of views on this video. No way. And I was like, hello? Like, and mind you, I didn't say anything. Millions. I was like, (laughs) I didn't even say, I didn't even give you a scoop. I was just like, if only you knew the half of it. Like, you know, hee hee, you know I'm giggly. And the people wanted to know. So like I made one just kind of giving a brief overview, like what I just told y'all, like we rushed, blah, 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 blah. and then that had like a ton of like millions too. So then it was like Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, Marie Claire, like all these people that were like, we want to know what this. Also, like it's interesting because <laughs> it's the South and the South has so many like weird traditions that just feel like secrets, even if they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or just oh, there yeah. are like isolated experiences that you have to be from there to know about. Um, and so I think that's a part of it. Like, even when people are like, what is the machine and like all of yes. this stuff, it's just like, it's just interesting because you don't know. What but is the machine? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. It's so funny because I feel like I'm perpetuating it by like not talking about it. It's like we don't talk about Fight Club, you know? Right. But it really is just like an organization that's allegedly, I'll say allegedly for all of this, like underground that can um, heavily influence like campus elections. So we're talking homecoming queen. We're talking SGA president but then can also allegedly goes up to through legislature. So state legislature, perhaps federal as well. No way. Correct. What? I don't believe that. All right. And back in the day, you know, it was federal much more. Legislature. It was scarier back in the day. Like back in the day, it was like cross burning vibes, you know. And these are all Alabama like alumni or are they students? So I don't know how it gets when you're like older, but when you're undergrad, there's like a, a rep, a machine rep. In so certain houses are in the machine, but not all are. The Almost top everybody tier is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And sororities so, too, or just mm-hmm, fraternities? Sororities okay. and fraternities. And it is like suggestions of like, hey, like this is the candidate that our house is supporting, but it's the candidate that you were told that to support. Freaky. This is real. Not Correct. cool. Like, Wait, what? I've never <laughs> talked about this far. I'm scared. Why am I getting They're scared? They're going to come at you. Is that why? I'll, ta- I'll just say, I would like to publicly say, fuck the machine. My name <laughs> is Bo screaming. Blake. Fuck the machine. Literally Come rage against me, it. Motherfuckers. Um, but no, I think I don't, obviously, like, wasn't in it. So I only know, like, the parts that I would he- hear. And then also, like, as president, I was really close with my rep, just, like, as a friend. But to be fair, now they have backed black candidates. Like, one of my best friends was um, 
I guess the first black machine backed SGA president, but he's machine like a backed. machine backed. But he's what like the third. Uh, I know I'm talking about it so casually now, and y'all are like. Ooh. And it's like, a secret organization. You don't. A we don't. Society. Theoretically, we don't know who is in it. Yeah. And correct. you just get a message from like, somebody <laughs> from that's a like bird. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't know everyone that. I mean, you kind of like if you're in the no in the mix, you kind of know like ish who's in it. Like and when they you're have older. Mm-hmm. I'm blown away by this. It's like a chapter meeting. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. wild. Okay, did you watch the documentary? I didn't. You didn't? <laughs> oh man, I Because really I wish heard I had... it wasn't giving, but also that was the one that I was approached to be in. Oh really? I didn't register that it was because when I was approached it was for Vice. But then the director who, you know, apparently is in there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that. That's what I heard, sweet lady. But it's um, true. I remember having a Zoom with her, and I was like, "Oh, that's the one. That must have been it." You so. did. Okay. Because remember, they they were like, "We want to own your whole story for a thousand dollars," and I was like, "Hello." A thousand dollars. Yeah, it was something rude. Wow. It was almost rude. What? So I was like, "Okay, girl, be blessed," but also just like I think. With things like this, it can become so like sensationalized and there's no interest in kind of how we've been talking about like things can be really good and they can have some need for improvement. Right. Mm. They only want like they want the scandal. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that was how it, I felt it was mm-hmm. geared towards was just totally. hating on the sororities. It came out right. guns a-blazing. It wasn't an honest. <laughs> I'm not, not trying to defend the sororities. No, like yeah. don't care about that. But right. Like, it wasn't unbiased. No, no exactly. I feel like field. a documentary, the goal would be to just Facts. tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And there just we, was no painting mm-hmm. of why someone would possibly want to do a sorority. I mean, really? There, there was a not really. little really wasn't. bit. But it's like, don't do this bad. The director's feeling about sororities was extremely clear and it was she did not like it (laughs) one thing i learned from the documentary that i thought was extremely interesting is there are uh rush consultants Mm -hmm. did you have a rush consultant i did not but i recently opened a rush consultant i saw that oh you did i was gonna ask is it specifically for alabama or any it can be anybody yeah so a plug if you want to hurry up because rush is about to have you have um, i have a client i have a little clientele going on but yeah it's on my instagram like linked in my bio and also it's like bit on you.com but it's like an llc and all the stuff so we shall see I really want to expand it to be just like general kind of consulting. So there's a side that's also for chapters like to go in and like have workshops and how to be like authentic in your diversifying of the chapter and not just like, okay, we need to throw someone in here. Um, But like ultimately, hopefully an extension of we'll speak into existence, my brand um, and being able to like, because I feel like this is very much my niche, but like taking it into tech spaces and panels and all that is the ultimate goal for it. But right now we're using the, cause my DMs will be so like, hey, I'm from Kentucky and I have no, like whatever. And I'll be like, okay girl. So I just was like, let's make this official in a way. That's oh, such yeah. a good That's idea. A great idea. You're gonna be, Aww, you're like hey. perfect for that, for and real. And it, it actually is, like I, I went through Rush mm-hmm. at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, this was 2011, mm-hmm. so definitely all of the fraternities were racist mm-hmm. and didn't really consider black mm-hmm. candidates. 
Was it big there too? Or it was no? big. Okay. It was probably not as 30%, big as the SEC. We talk about this. Oh, that's still pretty good. That's but, yeah, a lot. It's yeah. Sarah <laughs> is like so annoying with the SEC. You're probably the same way. You guys are the I worst. Was, I wasn't going to well, say SEC is here's the thing. We're far SEC. superior than like, Big 12. Huge. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Big 12 is cute. They Big did what they could what they had. They did the best they could with what they had. They really did. We have all the money, so, you know. That's fair. You guys are jerks. 30 to 40%. I mean, that's obvious. That's I don't know what the numbers were, but it was a lot. Sororities and fraternities at yeah. SEC is giant. It can shape. I'm such a like anomaly in the sense that I didn't grow up like, oh, I have to be in this sorority. But like girls right. were like falling out crying and like they literally put the, there's like a dorm that is right beside sorority road that's like mostly, you know, that like freshmen that are rushing live there. Everyone's like, you have to live in Tut. You have to live in Tut. It's short for Tutwaller. And they literally do suicide watch. <gasps> Whoa. Oh my god! After so, they don't get in the well, just in general, that they want. People, no. I mean, and it's like a new environment. It's a new environment, oh, no. right? It's already hard. You've lived You're going home to college, your whole life. and because rush is so big, school hasn't even started. So like your life right now is literally to get up every day and rush throughout this whole week. You have to live in touch. Before you start, you don't have to. I but, didn't live over there. But that's like advice. Like I mm-hmm. had no idea what I was getting myself into. Right. My my dad wasn't in a fraternity. Yeah, yeah. And so how did you I, kind of wander in there? I, my my roommate was rushing, and <laughs> so it was like, let's, yeah, let's do it. And I just was like absolutely yeah. out of my element and totally. didn't know that I was – I thought it was like I walk up to your house, mm-hmm. you guys check me out and see if uh, – and kind of sell, <laughs> me on, sell me on your fraternity. Like, right. like hey, we're Kappa Sig, and this mm-hmm. is what we're about. Come join. Mm-hmm. But it was – I didn't know I was selling them, that I was like, mm. pick me, pick me. Mm. So the first couple of days, I'm like, man, no one was really talking to me. Like <laughs> – Attorneys start cutting me and stuff, and I'm like, like I don't get what's going on. I needed a rush consultant. Yeah. I had no idea what it was like. Didn't you like wear a crazy shirt? You know, just a loud shirt instead of just. It was the shirt I wore to Barbie. I would yeah, pay just, money to see this happening. Because like, everyone's in like a uniform, right? right. Like all the frat guys. They look like pledges. Yeah. What is it? Like Sperry's and khaki oh, shorts khaki and, shorts and, and a polo. polo. That was yeah. the style back then. And you had on like a printed. It was like a shirt my dad down. wore in the 80s. It's like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. It's worse than that. And didn't you have a lot of people cut you? A I lot remember of sor- Fiji cut me that day with like, the shirt. specifically because of the shirt. Because I kept making comments about it. At least And it was just me. The shirt was very me. And yeah. I, I just had this like, Aww. I need to be me today. And yeah. Like, stop trying to be a drone or whatever. <laughs> a gut so, but, feeling. Yeah, I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. A consultant would have been great. The I didn't understand Bama Rush through the documentary at all. Like I didn't yeah, get no. any well, insight. I don't, think, I don't think you could, even if it was like a great documentary. I literally think it's like you have to talk like the Marines. At some like point, you had to have yeah. gone through yeah. it. And then also now a lot of my recollection is more like being in house, right? Like more so because I rushed one year, but I was rushing people for three. So like that's the other side of it too, which is a whole different thing. It's like what it's like to be in-house and rushing these girls you can pro con oh, as yeah. well for them which can be bad interesting yeah. oh really what is it like uh, yeah. you know what's the cutting process well i also like, want to know what the mm-hmm. rush was like too what her yeah. experience was it was hot i remember that <laughs> it was august no literally august in alabama i yeah truly would. i can't even i told him the other day like you really had a baby like you were nine months <laughs> pregnant but yeah, like it's almost your birthday how crazy of her to be nine months pregnant in August in Alabama. Appreciate her. Shout out, mom. But anywho, so you're eighteen. I'm I'm seventeen because August seven, birthday. Oh right, so almost seventeen. Almost just left home for the first and time. And I'm bebopping down. I've like I've kind of figured out what's going on by like my 
friends-ish, I guess. And then technically there's like a, a no communication period that starts where it's supposed to be to help you to not quote unquote dirty rush, which mm. is like, Sarah, like we can't wait to see you today. Like, cause mm. it kind of can give like false promise. Premeditated right. combos. And it can make the girl feel pressure. Cause you're having girls like, for example, if you were a junior high school and your sister or your best friend is, was a senior, and then she goes to college, you're like, am I going to disappoint her? You know, you have to put yourself in like the brain of like 18, which is like scary enough. And we just like line up outside of the houses and they do door songs, you know? So it's like P-H-I-M-U, like it's changed now, but oh, Pi Phi, genuinely, I thought somebody was going to get a concussion because they like flip their (laughs) hair back and forth. Oh, I've seen that. It was kind of entertaining. Like, that was kind of fun for me because I like the theatrics. kind of mesmerizing. All them yeah, because I was like, now what the hell is going women. on? Like, when I first thought, I was like, huh. And then you walk in the door, and so if the sorority really wants you, they're like, hi, Marissa, hi, Marissa, hi, Marissa, hi, Marissa, hi. Like, like. Whoa. Yeah. And were they and for you? And you're walking through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So for people five, were, especially were in like other vying ones. for you. Like, people wanted mm-hmm. you. Which is, to your point, I'm glad you circle back to that, because that's what, to me, was a big difference in the NPHC experience, is more like you're trying to impress them, and you're pledging. So, like, you're doing all these weird-ass tasks and stuff like that. And especially at Alabama, at least, you can't pledge um, until, I think, spring semester of your freshman year at the earliest or sophomore year because they kind of, like, I guess want to see you on campus first. And Rush, that was a part of the sale, right? It was, like, they came at me so hard. They, like, really made you feel, like, wanted because you're freaking, you know, 18, which I'm not saying I wasn't, but it's just, like, what? And you have all these cool college girls that are, you know, commenting on your prom photos, and you're like... (laughs) So that's a part of it. It's it's definitely interesting, the psychology of it, when you think about it. But, yeah, you walk through. It's literally a tunnel as if you're like LeBron. Like, you're walking through a tunnel into this million-dollar house and weaving through. And so a girl comes and, like, literally, I wish I could demonstrate, but you'll be walking. And all of a sudden, like, if you're walking, Bo, and all of a sudden I just pop up. And I'm like, hey, Bo, and, like, grab you. And we walk, like, in through this tunnel. Like, someone just pops out like a little witch and grabs you. And then you go in the room and, like, some people say, you know, if you're a top girl, so to speak, you in the AC, you know, you stand in the AC room, some people in the hot room. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's terrible. It is that's, interesting. That's funny. But some of it, yeah, it's like if it's like an in-house sister, that's crazy. Like you've never heard a name screams like that. Whoa. It's cr- and then it'll be beef. Like y'all didn't treat my sister like y'all didn't even yet like a some random senior that you've never seen in your life that doesn't do anything in the sorority will be pissed and you're like well girl I didn't know your sister because I didn't know you so I don't really know what I was supposed to do here um and then I was considered you know because I'm a gabber as like a top rusher so to speak so I would have like the top top girls that we really wanted um but that's just because I can like talk to this fiddly fig over here so (laughs) it was just fun for me like I have like a a better story because I know some people you know don't get they're like top choice, mm-hmm. so to speak. So you yeah. you prepped them, like you got your right. top choice. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like mutual selection, you know, like kind of for like, for example, you can do three. So if it's like Phi Mu, Alpha Chi, Alpha Gam, for example, it's like, okay, well, if Phi Mu, like however the math works out, then I might fall to like my second choice. Right. But then Phi Mu would also have to rank you pretty high. So for example, like if Alpha Gam had ranked me like first, and then five you make me like twentieth, then I might go to Alpha Gamma. I'm like, ooh, we. I think like five was really popular on Bama Rush because of the White House of it all. 
But um, yeah, it's really crazy. This is right. like when you memories. said million dollar house earlier. Mm-hmm. We're not talking Eight. Los Angeles. Eight million. million. Mm-hmm. Eight million. Mm-hmm. Okay. In for Alabama. In, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Across from Bryant Denise Stadium. Nine, Do you know the square yeah. footage? Ooh, good Eight question. Million. I don't know the square footage. You should look it up. Yeah. So Marble was, floors and all the good stuff. So then you got to be on the flip side of it mm-hmm. where girls are rushing mm-hmm. and now you're in the house. Mm-hmm. And did they just show the girls' photos yeah. and you talk about it? So there's like a tiered system as well. This is such insider information. <laughs> I love it because I rushed at Arkansas mm-hmm. and I got in a sorority, mm-hmm. but I dropped before the next rush. Dang. So I never even did know this the tea, side really. of it. Yeah, yeah no. It could be entertaining, but it also can be really sad when you think about the fact that it's like an 18 year old girl and we're like either picking her apart or singing her praises and then you can't control everybody right so you're gonna have some people who genuinely are shallow and are like her closet is the best thing or I'm like girl what like what else is she gonna bring besides you know I want to borrow clothes as much as the next person (laughs) do they speak negatively about people's appearances really um back before it was like illegal they would literally be like this girl has nudes and so you never know when that might like pop up on your phone Fucking hell. And so it's like, it can go from a girl that everybody wants, I've seen her in real time, to like a story, like some, you know, girl's now boyfriend or whatever. And she, like, don't let her be in college and she's dating this guy. And like, that guy dated, you know, the girl coming through. And it's like, oh, well, here are her nudes. And then next thing you know, like, every sorority has it. And then next thing yeah, you know, she goes from like, Sarah, 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 Sarah to crickets. That's fucking bullshit. That yeah. really is. Yeah. I had people at my high school that there was some like, drama with them in sixth grade not sixth grade sixth grade and it followed him until his his freshman year of college and he got cut from all the fraternities (gasps) yeah sixth grade yes he should have moved towns that's crazy i know i know one of them did move towns yeah did he have a better success he did he did did. wow i know it can be toxic where yeah, it just messy. gets out of hand. And totally. a lot of times it could be a rumor, too. It could be not true. <laughs> Literally made up. Yes. Or a girl, like, didn't like someone. And so we she comes right. through and we're like, okay, this girl's mean. Like, I know that Sally said she's so mean. And we're like, this girl is wonderful. What's wrong with Sally? Yeah. You know, and Sally's like, oh, well, she just dated this guy that I liked. And, like, then it comes and out. But you just spent the whole week before saying how we shouldn't even pay this girl any attention. I don't know how it was for your sorority, but mm-hmm. I remember... Kappa Sig at Texas Tech when when you would everyone would go home mm-hmm. for the rush that day and we would sit down and we'd go through the pictures mm-hmm. and they're holding up a sign with their name on it and we would <laughs> do like thumbs up thumbs down Ooh. and people we were there's hundreds of them yeah especially that first day so people are like go next next so right. if someone says something negative you just believe it everyone's just like fine no next mm-hmm. and it was yeah. crazy and I would always yep. be like whoa 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 like yeah you, this guy this could be his dream to come I here know. you can't just I like really nilly but then you get to a point where it like <laughs> you want it to end it's the end of the week and you're like okay well I hope she'll be all right you know yeah, what I mean no, like, totally. but literally it is a lot. it's we would so hours crazy we'd be in that room Ow. like voting until like 2 a.m. and you have to wake up in the morning and rush people and you know it's so big we would have a whole lecture hall like we would have to rent out a classroom how many people were in your chapter 400 or something. 400 no Whoa. wonder the Did house was to... so big right you need to... yeah and only like 70 people can live in house so that's just like big. oh is that competitive for fun it can be yeah but it just depends on the way like some years you know the pledge class is like we all want to live together and then some don't so it just depends Did you it... have to memorize everybody's names girl 
That's what? too many names, right? I don't know. I had to. It was just your pledge class. Oh wait, maybe yeah, we just did my pledge, my pledge class. class. I did. Wow, have to I forgot about class. that. And hometowns. I had 120 something like, like that. Yeah, hometowns too. Yeah, we yeah. did too. That. Yeah, say it was like, 120. And we took a test. It we would be uh, you shown. You had to memorize 120. 120. Yeah. That was in your pledge class. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, it was the biggest I pledge forgot class. about that. SEC, they drew right. better than the rest of our schools. How many were It just means more. I think we had, <laughs> I'm trying to think, I think we had like 120 total. Total? For your fraternity as a whole. In, in the, yeah, like active fraternity. Yeah, fraternities members. are smaller though. Yeah, the sororities true, were bigger. True, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember we were all in a room and there was one girl who was leading it and she mm-hmm. would flash somebody's photo mm-hmm. on a projector screen. And they would say, okay, write this person's yep. name and hometown. Mm-hmm. And we took a test. Awesome. And you had yeah. to pass in order to get initiated. That's wild. Yeah. Same, initiated. Same, same. I think ours, we didn't do, we did the test like during rush also. We would have to know, like we'd go through, I'll just say the top tier because I don't want to give away all the secrets. Slideshow. And it would be like Sarah Blake, <laughs> Molly Ringwall, <laughs> Marissa Lee, like, like as the thing is going. And if someone didn't know, you would be like her one time. There was like a delay on um, a girl who's from my hometown. And the restaurant was like, you don't know your president, stop, girl. I was like, girl, like, it's fine. You know what I mean? But there was like a delay on her name. And Whoa. Like, Start over. And we're like in the basement running this slideshow. Did you have any um, hazing experiences? Just about to ask that. These hands don't haze. I don't think so. I was. What does that mean? <laughs> you know that, they used to have that saying that was like, "These hands don't haze." No, I oh, that's heard that. like a big thing on our campus. And so we used to like jokingly. So say the it. sororities there don't haze. Not that I, I have experienced. Like it may be like older girls being mean, but I didn't really like. I don't know if I was just they were just like scared to be mean to me. You had hazing, right? I can't comment on yeah. that. Yeah, oh I can God. either confirm yes. or deny. Yeah, yeah, we had fraternities for sure. Yeah, didn't you have like some paddle story? What's your paddle story? That was not physical. voluntary haze. That was like when you got initiated, you'd you would get a lick on your big bro, yeah. and he would get two licks on you. Okay. With like a spanking wooden paddle. With the paddle. Boys are yeah. so strange. Like a cricket bat. Didn't you much. have like a bruise, a black bruise? I got pretty drunk because I was afraid because I, uh-uh. I don't do well with pain. Yeah, that's fair. And I was like, I think I was the second person to go and I didn't really know what was going on. So I like, you know, I'm a little scrawny yeah. guy. Whack. <laughs> my big bro was like, my turn. Baseball player. And Not for some turn. reason, I pulled my pants down. <laughs> I had jeans on, and they're like, you sure you want to do that? And I was like, yeah, let it rip. Like bear or like bear, boxers? Bear, bear, yeah. You were like, I'm ready. I don't know who I was what trying was to impress going on? or what. Yeah, I'm like, like, uh, like any Yeah, I think so. You were just, just like, why not? Dude, just if you're going to do well, it, I just like pulled my it. pants down, and I'm like leaning over a counter, so everyone's seeing my butthole. <laughs> this is getting like, or- it's getting weird. <laughs> Anyways, so he took... One swing, he's a baseball player, and oh, I, I it's the worst pain I've ever felt. Yeah. And I collapsed to the ground. Oh my god. And then I'm so sorry and then, not to laugh at your pain. And then and then I woke up in a different house. No. What? And didn't know where the you fuck I was. You passed out. You passed I, out. I blacked out. I was drunk enough. Oh, oh okay. I don't okay. remember the rest. Do you think you blacked out you because of the pain or because of I don't the know. dream? I think Probably it both. had to have been both. Whoa. Like but he was, was already like, drunk and then it was like, whoa. People had to like show me videos of how I got to the house. And then I went back to the house because I was missing my hat. 
Now there must be at the house, and they're like shaking their head. Oh they're like, I gosh. can't believe you came back here. And I was like, what? Why? And they're like, you got a mess to clean up upstairs. Like, Damn, it's throw up everywhere. No. I, I didn't know any of it. But yeah, that's scary. That was voluntary, but there was some like <laughs> I did other that on hazing. purpose, actually. I kind of dug it, honestly. We had uh, basically they put all of the girls in a room who had just rushed, mm-hmm. and they made a haunted house in the sorority house. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, it was like sexual. Like it was Ooh, a little weird. Okay. Like they would put. Did you pull your this pants actually down? Is really right. gross. Uh, I I'm didn't. Scared. I didn't pull my pants down. But they made You're us. You're not doing it right. <laughs> to preface, yeah, I didn't actually get there. They made us uh, crawl on all fours through the house. Uh-huh. It was two stories, and it was pitch black. And they would put like a broom up your ass. Up, they, up or just like just poke like your poke your butthole, yeah. just okay. like poke your butthole. Yeah, careful. You know, oh, okay, huge. I know, I know. There's a huge poke. difference. Pants are on. Pants are on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. So it was like a little weird. Okay, so you were hazed. Um, that's hazing. That's hazing. I, I know. I think so. <laughs> Sarah's like trying to deliver it lightly. I'm like, yeah, hazing. I know. It is. It, it really was. And Jack I actually scared. was in the front. Okay. And because Safe. from the front to the back was the least amount of hazing to the. Yeah. Worst amount of hazing. And you were just so sweet, oh. so no one went to Yeah, they were scared. Yeah, yeah. So I was like number six in Aww. line out of 120. It was kind of embarrassing though when we were all said and done because at the end they turned on the lights and I looked completely clean. But some of the girls had spaghetti and pasta sauce like all in their hair. They had like clown makeup on them. They were covered in all this like weird stuff. It, it looked like they had food fight. Was or it something. almost like a badge of honor though? It was like yes, I was, yeah. exactly. Like I felt uncomfortable that I wasn't hazed as hard yeah. as them. They're like scared of you, and these are the cool girls. Exactly, girl. So I, I think it kind of like day. it made them closer, you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. And I was like. <laughs> I hate yeah. being the prude right now. Like I don't want to be the prude. I, you know, Mm-mm. I know. No, no, no. So but I don't actually know what happened to them. I just know <laughs> I had the broom, the broom thing happened to me. That's crazy. And I don't really remember the rest. Ours was like boring in comparison. That's the I thing know. is like everyone thinks it's so like <sighs> like there's a rumor that we have a scale on the last step. So if you step down yes. and rush and you're too overweight and we're gonna drop you like what girl have you what heard the, the technology behind that have you heard <laughs> the thing where they like sit you on a, the washing, a machine. washing machine yeah. yeah and circle your cellulite correct terrible and terrible. we wore sharpies that like we had heard that rumor but we didn't know like refreshments so we're like hmm and it's our initiation week and our like bi director has given us sharpies around our neck like all different colors so we're like, oh, this shit. shit might be true. Like, we're looking around like, now wait a minute. And then at the end of the week, she's like, do you want to know what these Sharpies are for? And I'm like, this is true. What have I done? And she's like, yellow is for exuberant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. literally. And I was oh, like, oh, funny. I'm a leader. Good. <laughs> Perfect. Like, yeah. so funny. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I liked the, the I can't believe they were poking your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Don't get your butthole burnt. Um, are you uh, still invested in Rush? Like, are, I was are just you following? Yeah, are you following people on TikTok that are rushing this fall? I'm ready to see it. Like, I do like to just watch and giggle, for sure. Do you just hashtag Bama Rush on TikTok? Yeah. Like, how do you follow yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Um, it sounds entertaining. It like comes in up live for me time, too. You're like, oh, I hope Kelly. Gets, exactly. It's like the Kelly drags. comes on and she's like, fantasy, I got cut. Fantasy football. And you're like, no. Yeah. I they do. Want to they do it. brackets. They did brackets last year, like March Madness. No way. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we should what? do a bracket. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we should. <laughs> Let's totally do a bracket. So there's, there's people yes. on TikTok that are saying and they're sharing their rush journey, and then mm-hmm. someone put those people, like the most popular ones, into yeah. a bracket. Oh, yeah, like my like five year roommate lives in Dallas. And she's one of my best friends still, but she like sent us. She was like in a group text. She was like, "Do y'all want me to put you on the email thread for the bracket?" No, I was way. like regarding like literally. It was like across because so many people live in Dallas for some reason from Alabama too. So like it was like citywide, and then just through alum, like just they had a bracket going. The bracket, as like a, it was NCAA, right? Like, <laughs> March Madness, yeah. Literally <laughs> August Madness. Bama Rush. Crazy. That is great. Well, I hope everyone follows. The TikTok <laughs> Bama Rush this year, and thank know. you so much Aww, for coming thanks on. Thanks for having me, guys. This combo was exhilarating. You would have made the documentary like twenty times better oh, gosh, if you had been on oh, for real. I work for y'all for free, but this no one is else. the real documentary. <laughs> exactly. No, there is so way much more tea. Why do I feel nervous? <laughs> like that's Why? what it leaves in you. Oh, this like fear of like. Yeah, well, love you, everybody. Is coming after oh you. my gosh, who is that? I don't know who that is. I don't know. Everything is a legend. To my podcast. Are we so. gonna have to bleep out so all the machines? Yeah, no, that would be hilarious if it was like, what are they saying? I think that's funny. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that's that. That's actually yeah. really funny. <laughs> the parting note I will say is there's so much focus on sororities, but the fraternities are where the actual. Oh, and that brings us back full circle to Barbie. Exactly. Because the patriarchy. The fraternity is just. Go under wraps yeah, right. nobody cares about them, but everyone shits on the sororities because it's women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're worried about me like yelling a girl's name, but there could be a clan robe upstairs. Let's do some Seriously? research. Is there a clan robe upstairs? I gotta know. That's now. what they say. I mean, they have a cannon in the front yard, so I wouldn't be shocked. Like, it's very much giving Civil War reenactment. Robert E. Lee, a portrait on their wall. Okay. Every single day. They have his birthday. It's called Convivium. It's like a big formal for them. It's like their formal. Unreal. Though your job is to do a documentary on the fraternity yeah, no, that's at nice. Bama. That's next. I uh, learned that I'm a direct descendant of Robert E. Lee. Really? Yeah. I wonder if I am because of my last name. We could be oh, cousins. Yeah, oh. we could be cousins. I just did my 23 and me, and I'm 16% European. Really? Oh, but it's like a story. Wait, y'all might. We, can you guys like be friends on yeah, no. Ancestry.com or 23andMe? <laughs> do your 23 and me and then see if it pops up. See if yeah. you pop up. That's crazy. Yeah, I should. I should. Because I have a lot of, um, it'll show you generationally, and there were like some random white people showing up, and I was like, hello. And it's like, you share a third (laughs) grandparent. So like, you can literally trace like slavery. You can be like, well, that year was this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Science. I can't believe we can figure that out Mm -hmm. these days. Really crazy. So maybe we're cousins. That's the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Family ties. Long lost cousins. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you again. Thanks, This is so fun. Sorry it's so hot in here. Oh, no. (laughs) We need to turn on the AC. It's LA. Speaking of being hot. Alabama hot. (laughs) Love you.